0: for Joy Run. you've just made a wrong turn heading south onto strange highways
1: enter death's waiting room if you dare Welcome to Strange Highways. I am Paul, and this is Mary here. And what? Oh wait, that's that's not that's not a Terry. Um, so, uh, welcome to Strange Highways, this is a podcast in which we've been watching The Twilight Zone in sequence. Um, Terry, uh, he was so distraught after um, the the segment we had just done with the eighty five episode uh, was it season one episode four segment A. If she dies, he's like, I need another week off. No, just kidding. You know, things happen. Terry can't make it, so I decided to call an audible. Uh, and I, this is going to be a surprise for Terry when it comes out because I, did, I, I didn't tell him who was coming on the show. So I think <laughs> he would appreciate that. I um, decided to ask my wife Mary to join me here on uh, Strange Highways. She has been uh, around for all of it uh, in one shape, you know, or another, though never on microphone. So
0: that's not true.
1: Well, not for, for strange highways you haven't been on. Well, well no, that's yeah, no, no, no. That's true. I that's was not, on the. That's true. You were on the live <laughs> episode. You're right. You're right. You were. So I forget. It's been many moons ago. All right. So yeah, you you were part of that. That you're correct. So, so yeah, uh, we thought we would um, do a little bit of a detour. Um, we're going to get back to Twilight Zone next week, but uh, in the meantime, uh, I will just go to the well that keeps on giving, which is uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Um, it is a TV series that has um, some con- consternation in our household um Mary is a fan. Uh I I think it is uh, enjoyable to watch with people. So what what what's your thoughts on? You're trying not to laugh but like what are your thoughts on Are You Afraid of the Dark?
0: I love it. I grew up with it. It was one of the staple shows that I got to watch after school at my grandparents' house and then have nightmares about incidentally when I went to bed later that evening. Mm-hmm. So it it was the closest thing I could get to horror when I was young.
1: Okay, well that's that's fair. And I just remember we were at a convention many moons ago as well. I keep saying many moons uh, that we found the bootleg of it, and I'm like, well, as long as it's not too much money, you're like, I'm gonna go ask the guy. I'm gonna go ask the guy, and then you 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 did the you did the thing that you do where then you, I you, I bought it and then told you about. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you you walked up and asked the guy. You had money in hand. He was like he's like fifty dollars, and you turned and just looked at me. <laughs> what? And I was like, "Fine, whatever." So we we have this blue because uh, you way.
0: knew it was going to happen regardless
1: of what answer yeah. you No, gave. no, when, no, that's that's fair. Whenever Mary, Mary, what Mary wants. Mary. It, Bring it, me. It happens, yeah. Bring so me. well, <laughs> we have not gotten to that Twilight Zone episode yet, but oh, I'm sure sorry. that will that will be a lot more terrifying and and, and <laughs> once people get there. So so yeah, we've had this bootleg of um Are You Afraid of the Dark? Uh and and we've made it about halfway through, I think. Because I told her I was like, if, we, if we've spent this money, we're gonna watch it. And we've come across uh, you know, some we do a
0: lot of it. We've got through so a lot of it so yeah. far.
1: Um and yeah, but the good news is for everybody that's listening, uh, it is available. The first five seasons are available on Paramount Plus now. Uh, um, I don't know why the last two aren't. I think they were just mainly Canadian produced, but whatever. There's still five seasons there. Uh, if you want to scratch that nostalgia itch, it is there. Uh, Paramount plus has been like, um, they they even have the revival that came out like two years ago. And I know they got another season. So if you're into this kind of stuff, it's there, go check it out. And of course, w- w- the episode we're gonna get into is uh season one, episode 11, the tale of dark music. So if you don't know this episode, go check out Paramount plus, uh, watch the episode there, come back and listen. Um, this is way more accessible right now than the eighties twilight zone that we've been getting into, at least it's streaming. So you guys can check it out there. So, uh, yeah, let's just get into this. It is, uh, air date was, uh, October 24th, 1992. I was, um, I want to say I was, uh, a freshman in high school at that point. Um, yeah, I think I was a freshman. Uh, number one song was end of the road by boys to men. Uh, okay. Like, you for know, me as well. Okay, what for? What the number one song? <laughs> yes. like, yeah, for you as well. Okay, it was the number one song for everybody for like for like five six weeks.
0: I mean, we could have like a nineties 90s, nineties uh, 90s, uh, dance party here. We
1: could. Uh, I, I don't want to. So, um, and then a number one film because like, if we did it Boy, Boys of the Road, it would just be like it would be just very soulful and sad. We'd be crying at the end, and I don't want to do that. Um, so number one film was Under Siege, which is a Steven Seagal film I have not seen, but because a lot of people consider it as kind of like one of his like high points as an actual making an action movie. So whatever, your mileage may vary. I'm sure Terry's listening, but like, you haven't <laughs> seen Under Siege or he'll be like, good on you. I don't know. But um, so I was trying to find some news that came out around October 24th, 92. I couldn't find anything specifically, but uh, October 31st, um, otherwise known as Halloween, uh, Pope John Paul II issues an apology and lists the edict of the inquis- Inquisition against Galileo. Okay, so you're looking you- so That's
0: a really, really delayed apology. Three hundred fifty
1: but- <laughs> years, yeah, uh, because Galileo said, "Hey, you know, um, the Earth re- re- revolves around the sun," and uh, Church is like, "Bullshit!" And did and- they
0: exile him or something? <laughs> no, they, they,
1: they, an Inquisition, like they, Yeah, they did a or, lot, yeah. so yeah they're like you yeah, know like they're they're that's not what the Bible says, and I'm glad to I'm glad that we've gotten to this point now that that never happens anymore and I'm also but that also makes me believe that until until 1982 the Catholic Church never acknowledged <laughs> that the earth revolved around the sun, so I guess better late well, than never I mean, yeah, so I don't know I just i just I thought that was funny it's like, oh sorry bro, three hundred fifty years later, so. There we go. Uh, so there, there, there we got some boys to men. We got some under siege and we got the Catholic church getting one thing right. 350 years later. So we
0: well, got to start somewhere. Yeah. I mean. Crossing
1: fingers, you know, <laughs> like progress. Right. So, um, so yeah, let's just get into, uh, the tale of dark music. Um, oh actually make get into the cast. Usually Terry does that and I'm just, I'm all, I'm out of sorts. So we get, this is written by D, DJ McHale, who was the creator of the series um eighteen actual episodes he wrote, but he like contributed a lot under some pen names. He actually do you remember the PBS series Ghostwriter? Yes. Yeah, he wrote yes. some of that as well. So oh,
0: that was another childhood favorite of mine.
1: Yeah, I mean you could see that like he had a, an ear for writing for like a young audience. He did mm-hmm. plenty of other writing as well. Um uh, directed this episode is directed by Ron Oliver, did 17 episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark, five episodes of Animorphs. I've never <laughs> seen Animorphs, I've seen all what? the memes though. What? I'd, I'd, Mary. Okay, I so it's another series No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I'm a smidge older, so some of the stuff just kind of passed right by me. You know, like you know, I was already into cool stuff like hey. uh, the, the Bible. I don't know. I, <laughs> Hold on there. Yeah, Animorphs like, is cool. Sure. It's it's Transformers built with people. It's animals. No, that's no, no, no. I'm just yeah into animals, but yeah, but robots in disguise is way cooler than people and animals. I
0: I don't know about that.
1: Yeah, whatever. Um, let us everybody know your thoughts. I, I mean, I will say animorphs might be cooler than rock lords, but not by much.
0: Well, I'm sorry, you're wrong.
1: No, because at least that's uh, people turning into an animal versus a thing turning into a rock. I don't know. Anyway, so <laughs> here's the fun thing about Ron Oliver, aside from the animorphs thing. Uh, let me give you. He he is steered into a particular type of filmmaking in the later part of his career, which he's still making movies here. Tell me if you find a theme. The Wives of the North Pole. A Timeless Christmas, Christmas at the Plaza, Christmas Everlasting, and The Christmas Trade. Do you see a theme?
0: Um... Possibly, but I don't know if I could say it on this podcast. Yeah,
1: okay. That sounds, I, okay. That's, that got, that got movies
0: for Karen's. I'll put it that
1: way. Oh, sure. Yeah. It's for the Karen (laughs) Network. Um, Yeah. No, it's a lot of, looks like a lot of Lifetime Hallmark Channel stuff. You know, hey, it's a living. If you get paid to turn out the same thing over and over again, you're a competent director and you don't, and you don't care. Like you're just aiming right down that. Like that's sure, right? Mm -hmm. People, people are going to watch them. You might as well get paid to make them. So, There you go. So I like that you're like judging of the Christmas movies, but you're like, but he, you know, he had integrity. He did make Animorphs. So now I feel like I've lost something (laughs) here where it's like, you know, I did have people changing into animals. Now it's Christmas stuff. What I've, I've sold out, you know, like, yeah, anyway.
0: Animorphs is cool. (laughs) What about the Christmas Animorphs? Well, I would have watched the crap out of it. an Christmas
1: for people turning reindeer. The
0: Animorse Christmas special. Well, yeah. I mean, there was an alien that had four legs and antlers, so Okay.
1: I don't know. I just <laughs> I just think it would be very, very weird if at antlers. one point you saw Santa Claus with his uh, train of reindeer and if you realize that they're all like young adults that have turned into reindeer and he's just like you know, they're I don't know. That gets that's a weird thought. I don't like that. Um so but it'd be directed by Ron Oliver, I can tell you that much. <laughs> So on our cast here, um, so, uh, we'll go with the people in the episode first and then we'll get into the midnight society. Cause there's something in the midnight society that blew my mind that, um, yeah, I'll get there when I, it's one of the most Canadian connections ever I found. So, uh, we have Graham Selkirk as Andy Carr. He's the, the main lead kid, only acting credit. Uh, he ends up doing some looping work later, which looping is like when they bring people on set to help like loop dialogue for dubbing and everything, but that's it. He's never acted again. It did so good in this episode. I don't know why. It's just he's just a kid, right? Catherine Graves is Mrs. Carr. Only credit, good. I just don't, did not like her at all in this. She annoyed me. Um, the yeah. mom, yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we have a Ginny Levisky as Christina Carr. She was the uh, the Wiener sister. Uh, <laughs> so second of two episodes, she's also in the tale of the lonely ghost. One episodes a Goosebumps. So like of the three people here, it's the it's the daughter, it's the sister that actually has the most work. Um. All right. So we have Leaf Anderson as Coda. He's still working. He's the bully kid. Mm-hmm. He was in Storm of the Century, the Stephen King uh, TV series. Oh, okay. Yeah, the series. Yeah. Um, and he's still doing other stuff. So that good, good on him. him. Yeah. And then I have a uh, uh, Fofi Sastas as the doll. Only acting credit. Uh, okay, because that doll was creepy. I just I want to believe that they, that, that that's what the person looks like. And they're like we're just going to put some doll hair on you, and that's fine. I don't know.
0: Well. <laughs> I was gonna wait until we get more into it, but that mask looked like one of those crappy '80s Halloween uh, yeah, plastic. it did. Like, uh, yeah,
1: uh, it's still upsetting. Yeah, uh so okay. uh, we have Ian McDonald as Mr. Coda. Um, you never <laughs> never see his face. Uh, right, well, he you turns mean, around, kind of. You, know. <laughs> you mean
0: Beetlejuice? I think you meant Beetlejuice. Yeah, right. Yeah, in, yeah his, in pants. his older years. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, he was in such movies as The Vindicator, The Scorpio Factor, and this is the best one, Snake Eater Three. <laughs> his law
0: that so. insinuates that there were two more sneaky oh there were yeah yeah one. yeah
1: if I would have told you before we started this episode Mary if I said one was called snake eater three and one was called under um what was it um under siege which one was the um you know the one with um you know karate man I just said his name um uh, Steven Seagal. why did I forget blank <laughs> if I would add you pick one of those would you have picked maybe snake was it snake eater or under siege as the Steven Seagal film
0: um, I don't know. You're right. That's I honestly, I haven't seen much of Steve. So. But I'm saying
1: like he, th- nowadays it wouldn't surprise you if he was in Snake Eater five or whatever. <laughs> so, uh, we have, uh, AJ Henderson as the carnival barker, uh, 80, 84 episodes of Arthur, a voice in Arthur. Uh, and then lots of video game voices, uh, not the only Arthur connection in this episode. We'll get to more in a second. Like
0: Arthur Aardvark? Is that? Yeah, the cartoon, okay, Like Arthur. the PBS yeah. cartoon. Okay.
1: Not the animated series about Arthur that was Dudley Moore just being, well. just being a drunk. You know, that was also on PBS for you know, 20 years. <laughs> like he learns a lesson, but just never about the drinking. You know, you know it's like Shining Time Station with how the conductor's always there because they're doing community service. You, you know that, right? I do, okay. yes. If people don't know, if you ever watched, I never ever seen, understood
0: why George Carlin was on that <laughs> yeah, show. Before. Or Alec Baldwin or Ringo <laughs> or, Starr. Yeah, yeah.
1: The person that played the conductor in Shining Time Station, it, more often than not, they were doing community service because they screwed up and they're like, well, I guess I could be the conductor on this kid's show. And you're like, what did you do? Anyway, so, all right. Uh, so we have uh, Jason Ali, Sharon as Frank. Uh, he's part of the Midnight Society um he's the one that is the the kid that is the one afraid of the dark that kicks off the episode mm-hmm. yeah um 52 episodes of the series so he was a, a staple. Uh Rachel Blanchard is Kristen, um 26 episodes. She's still working. Uh she was in She's uh, the Bond one, right? I think so. Yeah. Um she was in Fargo, that FX series. Um I know I, we've not I've not seen it. I you know I need to get to it. Fly of the Concord, she was in an episode of that. Uh Ross Hall is Gary, uh 68 episodes. Uh Nathan Moreau as David. Um I, oh, I actually didn't find anything. I t- forgot to take notes. Who would have thought I skipped a member of the Midnight Society? Oh, well, here's the tale of the lost member of the Midnight Society. To be Society.
0: honest, I can't remember any of their names. I just remember faces. No, yeah, right? It's just like you're
1: like Glasses Kid. Glasses Kid's brother. Um. What was it? Uh, a girl with hat backwards. I was you know, just going to the- say
0: girl with turn back hat. <laughs>
1: Blonde girl, and then, but she was, was also in
0: other Nickelodeon shows, too. Wasn't oh, I'm she? sure that there, yeah. yeah, I'm
1: sure there's also she, some. I
0: think the um, the, the girl with the the hat, like the backwards hat, I think she was also in Camp Salute Your Shorts, maybe
1: that might have been another Canadian production, too, because there might have been some overlap. I don't know. Uh, it doesn't, it wasn't surprised me, you know. Um, so then we also have um. What was it? Uh, Rain uh, Perry Cole as Bethy, Bethy, Aunt, Betty Ann. Uh, she might have been the Burnett. Um, I, I mispronounced her name probably. Uh, Sixty-five episodes. She was one of the mainstays. I know she. I was think always, you're right. Yeah, Jody as Kiki. She's the girl with the backwards hat. Um, 165 episodes of Arthur as well. She does a voice in Arthur.
0: She does. I bet she does Francine.
1: Yep, you're right.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I just put two and two together.
1: There you go. Look I at that. I was a PBS kid. There's I your, there's your yeah. Arthur connection. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's the one that, <laughs> that blew my mind.
0: Like a weird, a weird dimension of children's show. Well, again, I mean, if
1: you're if you're a competent child actor, and then like something, I mean, Arthur came along a little later than this, but. I'm guessing that there's a certain, like, pool of people, right, that get put in there. And it's like, oh, we need you. And it's like, if you, if you get in a lane, just like what, yeah, our, what our, our director doing all the Christmas and stuff. And I think
0: Arthur just recently wrapped up, too, which it is did. sad. Well, I mean... I mean, it ran a long course. Yeah,
1: I mean, I... I'm not going to do an Arthur um watch through podcast. <laughs> it's I would it, just be that meme of you me sure? cur- I'll curling my fist. That one for you. I'd be that meme of me just like curling my fist up out of anger if I had to do an Arthur. Or the, the one know.
0: with DW, I can't remember. Oh, I have There's no another meme. There was a bunch of Arthur sure,
1: memes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> almost as many as Simpsons memes, right? So uh, all right, so then here's the one that blew my mind. This is only going to mean anything to you just a little bit, just because of what I did recently. But Jacob Tierney plays Eric. He's the storyteller in this episode. He's the one that's telling the story of the dark music, right? Mm-hmm. He is Glenn, the pastor on Letterkenny. Oh, he's the co-creator of Letterkenny, cool. and it's like that—that that, uh, that, <laughs> it's the most Canadian thing. Because I'm just like, I—I I, um, I recently got to Letterkenny and actually smashed all of it in like a. Day and a half, or something like it's you know, the, like the, the seasons are short. Watch. I don't normally do that, but I just, whatever reason, I did it. It's was, it was really entertaining. Your mileage may vary because it is a very specific type of humor, but Glenn is entertaining on there and knowing he's a co creator of that show. But that's a very oddly specific Canadian production, and him being a kid on a very oddly specific Canadian production, <laughs> I thought that was a wonderful is, yeah, Canadian connection. That's
0: so. um. That's definitely special.
1: I was just waiting to see if there's other members of the Midnight Society. I was like, I was hoping to maybe find that all of them went on to Letterkenny. Like, that's, that would have been amazing. I've been like, oh, that's why I know all of them.
0: Somewhere along the way, they got really hurt as children. Well, yeah, because they were already afraid
1: of the dark, you know. Yeah, so, um, so that's, that's your cast. Um, So, uh, before we get into, like, we'll, We'll we'll do the wraparound bit. Uh, actually, here let me play the little intro that um, that we have Eric say, and then we'll we'll talk about the wrap the wraparound a little bit. We'll get into the story. So here here's what here's his introduction to um, the tale of the dark music. Well, everyone knows that there's nothing in the dark that can hurt you, most of the time. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story The Tale of the Dark Music. I, when I hear that, I think of the salt bay thing now where it's like, I went the guy I just like, you know, the tail of the salt bay and he just tosses the salt. So uh did you take any notes about like the wraparound segment of the story or no? Or you just take, because I actually take some notes watching. I did,
0: uh, but I don't think I took any notes uh, about it. That's fine. Wraparound. I
1: just, the big thing here is that we find that like Eric's already at the, the, the midnight society, which, you know. like (laughs) we've talked about, uh, are you afraid of the dark on, on the show before? And the, like as much as like it's written for a specific age group and that's perfectly fine. And like, as you said, this was your introduction to like horror and that works really well. It's just the name, the midnight society is so cool. It makes me mad. It's part of the show. Like it's a cool name for, (laughs) it's a cool name, right?
0: Um, I always wondered though, what parents did not notice that like, all of these kids were sneaking out of their houses at 11 o'clock at night yeah, on it, a it, school night.
1: Evidently, per, per the Lord, like <laughs> they don't all go to the same school. So how far are they traveling under this yeah. fire pit? You yep. know, like, it's, like, they're gonna, like eventually i like, that would be the story I like to see is like where the parents, <laughs> it's like, they start to call each other and be like, I, you know,
0: I want to see one of their parents suddenly just come out into the clearing and be like, there you are. You're yeah. grounded for, you yeah. know,
1: the, the tale of you never coming back here again. <laughs> you know like the tale of you have a lot of explaining to do also like none of them rolled up to have their license i don't think so how the hell are they get in there but yeah i don't know also how did the midnight society start like maybe what if it was their parents that started it and then like passed the legacy of their was kids
0: like a quick little story that one of them did about that at one point that i think it's I, later in the series yeah i yeah. can't really remember it but i know they touched on that for a hot Second. okay
1: so but yeah it's like you're right like they just sneak out and it's like on a regular basis <laughs> <And> nobody
0: notices <laughs> and their parents are all
1: stupid especially like the one brother that takes his younger brother with him it's like they're like <laughs> like yeah. why, why is this all happening? so yeah so eric's there already at the circle um frank shows up like like angry because he's like you didn't wait for me and he's like like basically Eric who is well, like because he
0: had the flashlight he had the
1: flashlight but like we find out that like you know um, was it Frank is, is supposedly scared of the dark and he won't admit to it but I guess in a later episode he does so there's your there's your payoff. Whatever. Um, so there's a little bit of back and forth. And at one point, um, what was it? Frank's like, I'm going to kill you. And then I like it. That, I forget who said the glasses kid who was like the, like the lead, right? He was like, well, don't kill that him. Was
0: Gary. Probably. He's like, yeah. don't
1: kill him. He's telling our story tonight. I'm like, <laughs> well, fair enough. Like, don't, yeah, we're all here for a reason. And If you kill him, then we got to tell our parents we were out doing, I don't know. Like, they're like, <laughs> Like you came back oddly quick, you know so so that there you go and he sprinkles the salt bay dust and starts the story. <laughs> so where where do we start with the tale of the dark music, oh, Mary? Lord. Where do we like well, yeah, like where are we at with Andy? like where what's Andy's situation?
0: Well, they just moved uh, from an uh, a cruddy apartment to a house that was inherited. By his mother from an uncle that she barely remembered.
1: That, yeah. Do you, so, so they're in a new neighborhood, though. <laughs> brand right? new
0: neighborhood. Yeah. He's
1: already delivering newspapers. Yeah, he's
0: already got a job somehow. Somehow. They're, not, they're not even moved just in. they're now moving into the house. They're not even, not
1: even moved in yet. He's somehow <laughs> delivering newspapers, right? Understands the addresses. But it's
0: never stated that they didn't already live in the city. So I guess it's that, possible. That's uh, fair. I don't know.
1: Um and then but also did you catch the bit about like Andy's not doing so good his parents are like divorced and he's doing the paper route to have lunch money so if he doesn't oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. get paid he doesn't eat like yeah. what does his, what does his mom do <laughs> like we don't even know <laughs> like that's a pretty dark thing like uh, so yeah so things aren't going well for Andy and then he you know as the, um, they're moving in and stuff right we find out about the like the like the place they're inheriting it, like no cost to them and then that's whenever um, he runs into Dakota the bully the first time, right? Yep. And Coda looks like just like every, you know, uh eighty late eighties, early nineties, like, you know, just rock and roll punk kid.
0: Coda looks like he stepped out of the stoned age.
1: Oh, that movie. Yeah. (laughs) Well, he looks kind of like, um, you mentioned salute your shorts. What was the name of the the redheaded kid? Yeah. Yeah, looks like like, like, like older, meaner brother, (laughs) you know, like, you know, butthead Nick. He does. But I think that was
0: kind of one of the styles back then. Oh, it was. Yeah. Um, and also I wanted to note that he wore cowboy boots and I have never known a bully to care about his, uh, his sense of footwear fashion. To wear nice black patent leather cowboy boots. Oh,
1: I thought I didn't notice that, but it's like (laughs) if you're gonna but if you're gonna wear cowboy boots, they're gonna be shit kickers. I was just gonna say he was
0: like gearing up to look fancy for some curb stomps. But
1: but considering like we find him just scrubbing the steps all the time, it's like aren't you weren't you worried about them getting wet anyway? So. Uh, so, yeah, for whatever reason, Coda targets Andy immediately, which, I mean, by the way, we got to admit, Andy does have a very punchable face. I so. think he
0: hit him in the head with a newspaper or something like that. And he
1: was something maybe.
0: clearly yeah. did not care where he was hawking these papers.
1: <laughs> yeah. And then he's like, welcome to the neighborhood or whatever. Yeah. So. So then, um, you know, he also causes uh, um, Andy to lose all his papers. Right. So we get the mm-hmm. established establish whatever. So then. Uh, we get late later when they're unpacking in the living room. Did you notice? I don't know if you paid attention to anything that was going on in the living room. Well, one, the mom was trying to hang a vertical blind, and that's like I, you know, that's the most realistic part of this whole thing is that <laughs> no one can hang a vertical blind. I can understand her, sim- like her being frustrated with that. Did you? Andy, I think he was pulling a shark out of a box. Did you notice? I that? did
0: not. I was like, why? I did not pay much attention to the peripheral. I just, I was
1: like, why are you pulling? Her? Like, I'm, just, I'm confused. Like, like you guys. What, well, I mean, I guess it's just we all have our things, but like, but that's an odd prop to be like. I guess I want to pull the shark out, like whatever. And his sister doesn't give a shit. She's just playing. like
0: video games. I kinda. think is what she did. Kind of majority of the show.
1: Donkey Kong. That she's was playing the noise. her
0: attitude is what she's playing. Yeah,
1: playing Wiener's sister. You know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So we find like at that point, um, we get that Andy is being asked to do a lot for his mom, like and the upon rewatching this again, it's more apparent about how dependent she is on him helping. So it's like, you know, it's, it, he, he really does kind of have a bad, like a bad row of it, you know? So she asked me to go to the basement. I forget what's, what's to go look for. Right. And he's like, Oh, the basement, I don't want to do that. And his sister's like, Oh, cause it's dark. And he's like, just you're a wiener, you know, like she, <laughs> she, she's just a wiener, you know? Um, I you know, I don't I don't like her. <laughs> you know, um, like,
0: yeah, I did not like her we're either. We're not supposed
1: to, but I don't like her.
0: I didn't feel bad for her at the
1: end. Well, okay spoiler. I'm not uh, gonna yeah, I'm not gonna kidding, say I'm what
0: happened, but
1: yeah. No, we'll get there when we get there. But no, like so he goes to the basement, and I you know, to be fair, as a kid, basements are scary. Basements are scary I now. I still
0: don't like the basement.
1: Well, okay. Ours <laughs> is
0: marginally less scary because it's pretty well lit. Yeah. But and
1: it's and it's just it's pretty open. Like we can yeah. see everything. But right? we
0: do have a murder room and that concerns me occasionally.
1: Uh, well, I mean, okay. Um, so we do have a door that does go to an odd section of the basement that we don't go into because it's not so like it's, temperature it's controlled. Like,
0: technically, I guess it's like a dirt cellar or something like that. Or- you mean
1: like the one here where there could just be mice or whatever? Yeah. Like, um, it's not really, I don't know. It's But it is a little odd looking. Um, I know in the old apartment that we used to have, there was the trap door in the laundry room that went to underneath the house that I never once saw nope. because I know the rule is if you see a door like that, you don't go downstairs. Nope. <laughs> you went down there.
0: No, I didn't. I thought you saw oh, what was no. down there. I've never looked. I would open the door for the utility guys and the landlords, but I knew that was the evil dead room.
1: Yeah, I'm like, no, <laughs> no, so no, we don't do that. You know, it's just, that's, you know, my, my thing is that if there's something bad in like that basement, And it's like, and the only way it's going to get you is if you engage with it, then don't engage with it. That's just my, my thought, you know, like it's fine.
0: I don't need to be down there. I'm not going down there. Yeah.
1: So I can understand why basements are (laughs) creepy. Also too, like, um, as he's down there, like they inherited this house with like all the items from the uncle. So it's like, you don't know what he had down there. It's just creepy. It's just creepy. Dead guy stuff. So, um, yeah. So he's down there. And I'm not sure what he's doing. But then um, he's
0: just kind of rooting around and, and looking he, for things. And he
1: finds this object. And I just want. I know Mary, you're a little younger than me. It's a radio. He finds.
0: I I understand <laughs> what a vintage radio looks like. Thank you, Mr. Stedman.
1: Okay, I just um didn't know. It's just it. That's how people used to listen to like airborne MV uh, MP. I think I know MP3s. a little bit more about older radio than you do. I don't know, but uh, so anyway, so the so the. A radio. He was like turning on. Um So then, while that while he was messing with that, there's that there's a door behind him that has a latch, and it's a very creepy looking door and latch. It was and a it,
0: very cartoony looking door. Like, yeah, I thought it yeah. did not fit with the aesthetic of the rest no, of the house. At no, it does not. No,
1: no, it doesn't. It looks like like an Acme door. Like <laughs> it you're, does. yeah, like you expect the Tasmanian devil to be behind that, or <laughs> or what was the name? Uh, was was it Sweetness? The big hairy monster? Oh, um,
0: um
1: from I think is it Sweetness?
0: It's Sweet pea, or something like that. The big,
1: big hairy guy, right? So you expect him to be behind that. So as he's messing with the radio, the door starts, the the hatch starts, or the latch starts moving around, and then it pops open. And that's when we play the intro we heard here, where you hear, like, come on in, Andy, whatever. Like, you know, I got candy or whatever he says. Um, (laughs) uh, But the eyes, the glowing eyes is pretty creepy. Yeah, I'll give it that. And then him um, just running away. That's a good call. Yep. Like, just run away go yell for your mom yep yeah, and then that's when we get um we cut back to the society and they're like ooh scary story stuff it's like I don't need your commentary you know but but Frank's missing like Frank walked away that was the whole well, thing
0: and, yeah they're all like oh where's Frank and um, I'm like, yeah.
1: I know like I don't know do you think his parents know where he's at you know whatever <laughs> so like so, then we cut back to um, to Andy and his mom coming down the stairs, and um, she's like, "Oh, maybe it was just a rat or something." It's like, "No, he saw glowing eyes well, but talking then to he him." He was
0: like, "Mom, rats don't talk." Yeah, and she's but- like,
1: "Whatever," you know. <laughs> the the mom's the worst. Like she's so like you're just silly. She's
0: really, I don't know if aloof is the correct term, but it's like she doesn't
1: it makes you wonder what happened with her relationship with like her husband. Yeah. would be like, he's yeah. just like, honey, I keep trying to talk to you. Like, I you feel know.
0: like she's the kind of mom that puts way too much pressure on her kids to have more responsibilities than they should at no, that age. One of them. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I could get way into the dark side of the parenting abyss yeah. with this episode, yeah. but no.
1: Yeah, so <laughs> so she opens up the door, and it's like, oh it's just a root cellar or whatever, and she's like, and then she goes back to the rat theory and like Andy's like, Okay, whatever, you're not and then they hold up the radio, it's all busted, and she's like, Well, that's your problem. It's like, no, He... he <laughs> He was aware that the radio, like, like it's just he's like, she's like, "There's your ghost." I'm like, "No, that's a that's a radio." Anyway, so whatever. She very silly, and then she ends up doing something later. We'll she talk did, about. In I a second. was going to say
0: there was another action that she had a little bit later that I was like, "Why would you do that?" Yeah, to
1: your son. You know, yeah, that is obviously afraid of the dark. Yeah, I in the think basement. we might be
0: talking about the same. Yep, thing. Yep, we are.
1: So then we get this weird cutaway at that point. That's when we get Dakota's dad, who you called Beetlejuice, he's
0: Beetlejuice, or unemployed hamburglar is the other well, thing I wrote down. That's a
1: good one. I think he looks like. A a cross between Randy Quaid from Christmas <laughs> Vacation and Hulk Hogan you're not wrong because it's just, he has the, he's he got has, the hair ring he has the hair he has the blonde hair <laughs> he has like the, the belly and then he's wearing these striped pants and he's holding a ham sandwich
0: it's like the Hamburglar fell on hard times <laughs> you know I You mean, sure. can't get anything from McDonald's anymore like,
1: it's like hey what happened Hamburglar he's like rubble rubble <laughs> you know like and so, robble, robble. and so he's just like putting it on his son who looks like a fry guy you know like you know like, <laughs> who
0: is just sitting scrubbing scrubbing, scrubbing. that's it I don't
1: even know what he did <laughs> you know uh, but I love that his dad's holding a ham sandwich. And he was like, you know, what do you say? Something about like, you know, if you want to get like, like if you want to get paid, do your chores or whatever. Right, yeah, right? It's something like, along and it'd those be lines. Like, it's like, you first, dad. Yeah, I, I wrote, um, I was, I wrote, I'm um, like, you know, look, look at that dad just waving the sandwiches around like some kind of rich person, like waving. <laughs> He's like, I, just, I don't know why the sandwiches thing. Cause like we, even earlier on, when we first see the people moving. an
0: oddly specific object to be holding and, and waving pointing in at someone's face. Well, there's a
1: brief that's the beginning of the episode too whenever like there's the two workers just sitting there eating sandwiches as well that they focus on like the, the scene just stops oh, yeah, for a I second remember
0: that because I was like what are those guys doing in the
1: background they're just eating sandwiches you know like I like I want to believe I that mean, they, they they wedged in the catering budget and everything but like no we got to have sandwiches craft and services that's the, all they could the, afford the tale of craft services that's uh, but yeah no but go to his dad which we'll see for a second is like you know so you get like you're hinting at the cycle of abuse as well like I get like there's some bigger things here Right. But him just waving a sandwich I his son and just yelling at him and walking into the house. So I'm like, okay. It's like, yeah, because it's a kid's show. So it can't be a beer. So it has to be a sandwich, you know, whatever. So, uh, and that's whenever Andy uh, actually throws a piece of paper, like a, a newspaper because he's doing his route and knocks over the soap bucket near Coda and spills all over him, right? And then so then like, you know, um we get Coda being like, oh you're a dead man and chases chases uh Andy back to the house. Andy runs to the like the storm cellar opening mm-hmm. to the side of the basement, runs in and hides. Right. So that's when we get um him high in the basement and he's like kind of waiting and freaking out. And that's when his sister being a wiener scares him. Yeah. Yeah.
0: She's such a jerk.
1: Yeah. And then she was like, he was like, you don't want, you know, like, was, it? you don't want to be down here or whatever. Yeah. And then he, and then she's like, yeah, the boogeyman might get me. And I'm like, oh, you know what? Credit to you show, you know, whatever. So <laughs> like, you know, some foreshadowing. Uh, so then. Later on, we got him, we got Andy drawing the shitty looking door. I don't know. Like, I want him to be like, mom, remember this from downstairs and hold it up and be like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's the door. It's the door from downstairs. Why are you drawing that? Like, do you think there's a, do you think there's a rat behind it? You know, whatever. Um, and she, she, he asked some questions and then like, so the like talk about the mom, like she's like, she's doing something around the fireplace, right? Talking about her uncle. The tone of her voice is really weird about it. Do you remember? that? what I she don't was
0: remember in- specifically that part. Um, Please remind me.
1: No, she was like, he was like, well, what was your uncle like? She's like, I don't know. He was independently wealthy, but never left the house. And oh
0: yeah, nobody knew what he did, and yeah. like he didn't have any friends. It,
1: <laughs> and then it was like, it's like, well, how did he die? She's like, well, you know, old age. No, no, her. I wrote this yeah, down. Okay, okay. There you, so there you her, go. Her, her
0: exact, not not exact term, but yeah. the phrasing was. He died because he just stopped living because he was old. (laughs) Well, I mean. I'm like, well, yeah, that's kind of why most people die, because they just stop living.
1: Sounds like (laughs) someone's angry that um, the church forgave Galileo (laughs) with all that science talk there. No. um, Yeah, it was like, that was weird. But then also it's like, and and then she was like, oh, and he died at the basement near the well never mind and it's like just no no you you know that your your uncle died in the basement near that door that your son was freaking out about and
0: you're just laughing it off like, like <laughs> no big deal and then
1: she's like oh can you and then she's like she goes to the daughter she's like can you go get the laundry and the daughter who says is, no but no she doesn't even do that she's holding the controller and not even using well, it like yeah. whatever it is she's doing it's not right it's not Donkey Kong which is the noise coming out of the TV <laughs> Um, and then she's like I'm busy yeah. you know and I'm like
0: <laughs> okay. And then and That's then, when you take her and you push her down the basement steps. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's but where, you shouldn't do that, PSA. Do not push children down basement uh, steps. I don't know. But she kinda deserved
1: it. I think I'm okay with that. Like, I just, um, <laughs> I mean, we have. Children, if I did not
0: have scruples, I would have taken her and thrown her down the basement. No, I would. Steps. I
1: would have stood up and turned the game machine off and been like, "Well, all right. Well, you're not busy any longer. Go take care of the laundry." Well, you mean, know? yeah, if you want to be a good parent. Yeah, well, I mean, like in that sense, right? Because it's like it's Donkey Kong. You can wherever you're at, you can get back there in three minutes. Because like you know, <laughs> like so you're fine. So, but yeah. So then, so then the mom's like, "Hey, you can use go do the, like take care of the laundry and whatever." And so, because she's like, "Because I'm filthy." It's like, okay, great. You're going down to the basement which is inherently not the cleanest place ever anyway, whatever. Anyway. So he goes to get the laundry. Um, and then, um, there's another, there's an there's another music player down there. I just, I'll, that's called a cassette player. Mary, I don't know if you're familiar with that. I just yes, wanna...
0: I am. Thank you. I had one. <laughs>
1: Mary's only uh, like six years younger than me. So it's, and I, think I was it's podcasting
0: funny. before you because I would record my own news segments. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> on, my, on my tape deck.
1: Okay, like well, I'm, so... I'm, and I'm thinking your listenership is probably bigger than mine still, so that's fine. <laughs> no, probably um, not. <laughs> <laughs> like you, Yeah, it probably was. So uh, so yeah, anyway, so this cassette player that's like, it, you, the important thing to this is it's going to get confusing in a second. The play button's down, so it's implied he's playing a tape. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he's listening. To, so Andy's playing the music, going over the washer, doing all that stuff. And so then, um, so it's like playing some like yacht rock or something. It's just going through like just some nice, you know, like pleasant,
0: some non-licensed, uh,
1: cool yeah, well, rock, everything, right? It's, yeah. it, it's, it's soft rock. <laughs> a, it's AM gold. And so then, um, the door opens again, cause it's reacting. Well, you know, spoiler to the music and that's whenever Andy turns around and we, the, the, the doll, um, like talk about the doll, Mary.
0: Um, well, it looked like it was a really tall person. Oh, God, a, it was huge. Yeah. In a child's, um, 80s plastic Halloween costume. <laughs> It was terrifying. But like, it it had cold dead eyes. Yeah, like, like a doll. Like
1: a doll's eyes. You know? Yeah. And it's like it's like I don't know what about that's like cuz Andy was like transfixed. You know, it's like
0: He was quote unquote hypnotized. Yeah,
1: we find, yeah. <laughs> so, I always have to put a grain grain of salt with all this is that um these are supposed to be stories told by kids, so they're going to be a little silly. But at the same time it's like yeah, I mean, I understand that I'm an adult watch, watching this, but it's like you could give me a little bit more to chew on. I yeah. think I think that's a little fair because I think kids are smarter than I agree. I think then you get yeah, then people give them credit for. But yeah, so the dolls like, come on, Andy colors whatever. And It's like he's like, Ugh. Come and then play with but then me. so then. <laughs> So that the mom, no, she <laughs> shouts down the
0: basement. Goes she's, first,
1: she goes to the door. She like she's like Andy. Hey, hey, Andy, are you like what are you down there? What's going on? And Andy. So, yeah. So there's a power switch at the top of the stairs. <laughs> this,
0: this is what I had yeah, a problem yeah, yeah. with.
1: So there's a power switch <laughs> at the top of the stairs, right? So what she does is call down to him, her son, who she knows is already uncomfortable <laughs> with the basement and afraid of the dark. Right? She turns the power off in the basement.
0: No, she flips the light switch that
1: controls oh, that's the I'm power saying. downstairs. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah. saying. She turns it off. She so. turns it
0: off and then turns it back on, well, which is what snaps him out of his trance. Well, no, because he but. turns it
1: off because what? Well, she doesn't turn it back on because whatever. She turns it off and then the music stops, right? But yeah. somehow the play button pops up on the cassette player, which makes no sense. No. and then the dog goes <laughs> and back into the <laughs> back into the. That's the sound effect that's from the she show. She turned
0: it back on because the light came back on. Um, on. I don't, but, know, I don't know, whatever. but
1: either way, like, but she killed the power. It's like,
0: why would you do that, yeah? Like, to your son. Like, she was like
1: trying to like, ha 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 ha. I'm gonna traumatize him further, you know, like, and it like, was that's, like that's
0: like literally the first thought that came to her mind after she didn't get a response was not to go downstairs <laughs> and see what her son was doing, no. but to flip a freaking light switch and,
1: and mess him up further and mess him
0: up for, yeah. for life. <laughs> yep,
1: yeah, good good job, mom. Yeah, so I just I wish there was a cutaway of the dad being like. I dodged a bullet and just like, you know, like, whatever. <laughs> Back to you guys, you know. Uh, so, so yeah, like, and that was weird, right? And then, um, and, and then, so then it, it cuts to another scene where, like, was it Andy's coming home, like, after a day at school, paying for his own lunch, or whatever. And then there's a note saying, like, oh, I'm gonna be at the store till five. Can you throw these tarps into the wash? And I have my, I wrote here, yeah. I wrote my notes here. It's like, if Andy's mom had enough time to write a note, she had enough time to put those types in the wash. <laughs> yes. So well, I it think seems she, like laundry
0: is his chore. Or I, I something. guess, but it's
1: also like you—you you could have done this, and then yep. you know, I'll, you know. But it's like, whatever. I guess you're just dependent upon your son to be, you know, to
0: be dad. <laughs> Her, yeah. her her son, husband,
1: yeah, her son, dad. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, that's yeah. Um, so, so then, so then, yeah. So he goes, um, he go, well, there's there's a lot of weird family dynamics in *Are You Afraid of the Dark*? Like, we always make the joke when we start watching an episode. I'm like, is it going to be a brother and sister that can't get along? Because that, <laughs> because that's the bulk. We always of talk them.
0: about making it a drinking game somehow. Yeah,
1: because it's always it's either brother and sister or somebody <laughs> moved to a new town. It's mm-hmm. always yep. That's that's like throw a dart. You're going to be right. Or in somebody case, went to a
0: new school. Yeah. Yeah. or somebody is trying to make friends every or, single
1: time. Right. <laughs> so with this, like the brother sister don't get along, but that's not the heart of the story. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, we get, um, he goes down, he's dealing with the tarps, right. And he puts he starts playing more music. And then this time the music starts changing from like, whatever's going on to circus music, the
0: calliope music. Yeah. Yes.
1: So I'm like run.
0: And it went on for an uncomfortably long period of time. And I like, I was like, okay. If you're hearing this much Calliope music for this long, it's time to turn it off and go upstairs. Or just run. something is going to happen. Just
1: run. Like-, like, you're fine. You're fine. Run upstairs, <laughs> hit the power switch, and then... Never go down there again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, because we find out, too, that they said supposedly in the story that he was hypnotized and forgot about what had just happened. I don't know. I, I, Which I, is weird to me. Yeah.
0: Because that's when he looks at the radio and he's like, oh, it's the music. Well,
1: well yeah, because what happens is the, collo- the, so, the, the circus music happens, right? Yeah. So, so then the door opens and then we see like, kind of like this, like... It's, it's like, a
0: carnival barker. It, it's
1: kind of like if you said... Hey, hey, Paul! I, I want, I want to buy Pennywise. I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, no. But we have Pennywise at home. This was the Kirkland form of Pennywise.
0: He was. That's accurate. And, you know, it's just like,
1: it's like, oh, we got, di- we got dime smarty. You know, I don't know what the, the difference is, we got dime smarty. smarty. It's not Pennywise. <laughs> That's what it felt like. To, it felt like they were going for that, like, Tim Curry. Uh, it, it, it It did. Miniseries vibe. Not, did. not a bad thing, but the way it was, it's like, this shows him as this carnival barker, this guy, and he's like, I got balloons and, and games and rides. Just come on in here. And then it goes from that to like he holds his hand out and then like Andy's like, I don't know, maybe, you know, it looks like a pretty fun, fl- like that wasn't in here before, you know. <laughs> um, but then it does that quick switcheroo to where the hand becomes a skeleton mm-hmm. hand and he becomes a skeleton. And I got like, you talk about watching this as a kid being mm-hmm. like this gateway to horror. That had to be pretty scary as a kid. That's actually a pretty effective cut for yeah. what it is. Yeah. Um like I'm trying to get like like I'm trying to put myself in the mindset of like you know like 10 11 12 year old watching this and I'd be like oh no that's scary oh you know? I would have
0: peed my pants if I was yeah. little yeah
1: yeah so that was like that was pretty solid but uh, anytime a skeleton laughs and you see the you, know, you see the the the, the jawbone that's moving to me I now. love it yeah <laughs> like because there's no way a skeleton can laugh but it makes me like it makes me <laughs> laugh so so then um, so as he's being sucked into the, this room he grabs the radio the cassette player and, and it gets pulled unplugged and then the door closes. So he figures out the yeah. music then.
0: But it's just like, if he forgot the other times that happened, why, how would, would, he forget, he, why yeah. would he make that statement? It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> I, know. I And I told myself, Mary, stop overanalyzing a children's show, but yes. that's, that's kind of why we're here. Isn't it?
1: No, <laughs> well, no, no, no. So like, that's like, yeah, the, you know me, uh, that I get, I get frustrated sometimes where it's like, don't break your rules. Like regard, like this could be a kid show. The kid like, there's a lot of fun kids entertainment that, like, you know, that does a good job of like establishing yeah. things. And it's all, and, and as a subconscious narrative device, it could teach kids good storytelling. You know, like that's so,
0: true. And they did explicitly set the expectation that he was when he was hypnotized, he couldn't remember. So they did, yeah, they did break their own rule.
1: Yeah. So then you could always fall back to. A, it's a kid show, which yeah. I think, which I think is bullshit because it's like Kids that, are that, smarter than well, that. Well, one mean, that, that implies that you could be a lazy writer, yeah. Like, and I don't like that. And then two, it's going to be like it's a kid telling a campfire tale, which that's the only thing I can give some greens to because a kid may not think it through. Because mm-hmm. there's even a bit at the end. We'll get to the epilogue that it's like, oh wow. But it, so I guess in a way, it's you can kind of give it a pass because it's it's a campfire tale. But at the same time, it's like. Someone greenlit this script and is paying money. Like, if I was, like you know what I mean? If you're going through the script, you're like, wait, I have a question. Why did we have to even mention the hypnotizing part? And yeah. Just be that's- like, why couldn't he just be further traumatized and not put two and two together and it yet? It was
0: kind of irrelevant. Like, it didn't, yeah. it didn't add anything additional to the story at all. You could have had
1: him be afraid that he actually lost control of himself. Yeah, and we already
0: know his mom didn't believe him so why would he try to tell her again? Yeah,
1: I think you could have exercised that bit of dialogue and and the rules would have made a little bit more sense to me. Mm -hmm. I mean, the rules keep changing as we go further, but anyway, so he's like, oh no, like I figured out music brings this weird shit out of this room and I happen to have a bully that um, is beating me up because, you know, his dad's waving a sandwich at him. Like, I have an idea. (laughs) Angrily. Yeah, right? So, so then after that, so he figures out like, and this is, this is kind of the fun idea. This is kind of like, this is kind of like Clive Barker. Well, this, Light. Wait, was yeah. this
0: after the whole incident with the bike and the bully where the... Not yet. Okay. Um.
1: So, so what happens here? And I, I yeah, I have, I have a... Sorry, strict... I have
0: a bad brain for timelines sometimes. No, that's
1: why I took some notes because, it, <laughs> well, because there's a lot of things that happen over and over again, yeah. kind of. Um. So yeah, so we have... Uh, We have this, um, I think we might even uh, skip the punch. I think this is where the punch comes in. Nope, it was before. We didn't even talk about the punch. It was before
0: the bike thing, like right before the bike thing.
1: So we got to rewind just a smidge, everybody. Forgive me. Welcome to Strange Highways, where things are out of order. (laughs) No. No, no, no. It happens all the time. But there's a bit, I want to mention specifically, because... There's a bit, uh, there's an interaction between Coda and Andy, because there's many of them in the episode. There's like three or four, right? There's a bit where he confronts Andy. I think it was after the the soapy water thing. Yeah, it was right. That's like when he ran to the... The storm cellar. Yeah. Before that, though, Coda goes to punch him. And it it is one of the funniest things because the actor swings his right hand out and you can see that he visibly does not make any type of connection with the kid playing Andy. But Andy has to fall backwards at the same time. And it's like there's no physical belief that a punch actually lands. So it is amazing. It was the
0: most unbelievable punch.
1: Yeah, so I I went ahead. I'm going to show this to Mary right now. I went ahead and made it a GIF that's going to go... (laughs) It's going to go (laughs) on our Facebook page because he brings his fist. Uh, It doesn't hit him in the front of the face.
0: He's trying to do a kind of punch where he's trying to look like he's putting power behind it, but there is no power power behind it. He swings
1: from the right to the left and he misses (laughs) Andy's face the entire time. But Andy has to... He doesn't even go
0: close to his chin.
1: Yeah, I know. It's bad. But it's one of those things that we have the benefit of being able to watch it over and over again. Uh, So if, you know... Don't worry, guys. There's a gift coming, and, you guys, and if you've not watched the episode, you will appreciate that. So anyway, got, we had to mention the punch because it was so terrible. Right? It was so <laughs> it was terrible. This is the first
0: thing I remembered when we started talking no, about this episode. Because we were talking punch. about
1: circling like which, like, because I, I mentioned this to Mary. I'm like, "Do you want to cover Smokey for the Dark?" And we mentioned this one, and she's like, "That punch."
0: <laughs> yes, that was the first thing I said. Yeah,
1: so we had to mention the punch anyway. So uh, further on,
0: and then the bike.
1: The bike. So, so what happens is that as Andy's running to go tell his mom, like, oh, it's the music that causes the thing. You don't believe me. He runs into Coda again, and Coda's like, you know, well, screw you and screw your bike. And so he takes the bike. It throws in the roadway, and this small, like, it's a very like quiet side street. This dump truck is coming out of nowhere, <laughs>
0: barreling down the street. Yeah, it's
1: like it looked like if it was any larger, it was going for Gage from Pet Cemetery. This thing was going to just <laughs> annihilate whatever came in its path. Uh. And it ran over the bike and just destroyed it and Andy's sitting there. And then you see the wheel there. just, just woop, 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 roll around woop, 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 woop. and circle yeah. around him
0: like out of a cartoon.
1: I just felt so bad for Andy because it's like he didn't deserve His mom can't that. afford a bike. Yeah, uh, who knows? Maybe that was his, his dad was like, kid, you'll never see me again. Here's a bike. <laughs> <laughs> he'd, be dumb. He's like, he'd be like, by the way, well, I guess your, your mom's crazy. Don't go to house, your uncle's house. Nobody
0: in that house is going to be earning money now. I mean, how's he going to deliver his papers? He's just sitting
1: there being like, Guess I'll never eat lunch again. Yeah. You know, whatever. So, so Andy gets this idea of like, okay, after that happened, he's going to bring all these speakers in the basement, bring the sound system, like set this up to where the music's going to play. Like just, it's going to envelop the room. Cause if this thing reacts to like dad rock and circus music, it's going to like do something <laughs> right to whatever's going to happen. And so he wrap, he wraps a newspaper in a two by f- like a bit of a, like, um, wood, like a heavy, like, well, it's not super heavy, but it's, significant Mm -hmm. and whips it at um, Coda's head and it makes contact. I'm like, and Coda just kind of like, he no sells it. I'm like, no, that would really hurt. You got hit with a piece of wood.
0: Yeah.
1: And he was like, you're dead, kid. And so then, you know.
0: Or he said something like, I'm going to kill you. Because yeah. I remember hearing that and like, wow, that was allowed on a kid's show. Yeah. Like, that well, was, yeah. that so, was golden times.
1: Yeah, whatever. It's in Canada. You know, he's just like, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to kill you, eh? And he just runs I'm, and chases.
0: I'm, I'm going to kill you, yeah, eh? he's
1: like, a boot, i boot that. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> uh, so he goes chasing after Andy. Chases Andy. Like, he he believes Andy goes into the storm cellar again, but mm-hmm. the door's open. He runs in. Door closes. Andy shuts it down. He and makes he sure puts he puts
0: like a broom or something against the yeah he does. So he but he also out. makes
1: sure that the basement door is locked before yeah. inside, right? So mm-hmm. he goes in there, hits the light switch that is the power switch that his mom was messing with him earlier. Yep. And he's like, basically, he's like, I think your days of messing with me are over, Kodo, whatever. He turns the music on and like. Uh, credit to the episode too, that the music playing is like this, like, you know, like it's, it's royalty it's, free Dio. Uh, d- yeah, sure. It's metal. But like, <laughs> but the way that like, um, Coda reacts, it's loud. Yeah. Right. He and, did it caus- sell it, yeah. Yeah. and it causes the door to open and then he, um, and there's that nice cut though. And where you hear the musician do like the high pitched Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Coda's mouth is wide open. There's that nice cut of him. Yeah, it looks like he's screaming it kind of matches because he is screaming, but the sort the sound matches. And, and Co- they don't
0: even show what happens. In yeah, the room. which is like great. they don't show what's, yeah, what he's seeing.
1: So then Andy's like, ah, oh, you've been scared. Power off. Ha ha ha. This is what my mom did to me. And he goes down to the basement. He's like, Coda, what's going on? And now there's a nice yellow bicycle, like a 10 speed there. And, and this Brand so we, new, so brand so, spanking new bike. Yeah, so we learned like the, like, whatever's in the door is like, hey, Andy, sup. Um, <laughs> let's have a talk here. Um, real
0: talk, yo. Yeah,
1: real talk. Like, um, you can have whatever you want, but you I know, did this
0: for your uncle and now I can do
1: it. Yeah. For you. And he's like, "What?" he's like, just do one thing. He's like, well, I like, well, just feed me. I'm like, oh, so <laughs> then while that's going on, Andy's processing this. Um, and so hears his sister come in and she's like, hey, you know, you got to make me dinner. Mom told me she's it better a, be so she's good. Like, hey, booger
0: face yeah. or something like that. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it better be good, or you're in trouble. And then he just
1: kind of turns, looks at the camera, and just smiles, which implies that he's like, he's "I have a cool planning bike." The
0: next murder. <laughs> yeah, he's
1: like, "I'm going to feed this." And that's I'm, yeah, I'm going to, to, to say is that that, yeah, feed the door to my sister. He
0: switches yeah. from normal kid to homicidal maniac real quick. Well, I mean, you
1: got a cool bike, uh, <laughs> but no, but he, yeah, he's he's like, "I'm going to feed my sister that door or whatever." So then, so then we get to the wraparound, right? So before we like, so. That's the way the story ends. And I think that's a, a crazy button, right? And then they're like, oh, did he really feed his sister to the door? And then, I and feel then,
0: like the answer is yes. And then,
1: but then Eric's like, no. He just taught him to like never mess with him again. I'm like,
0: mm, mm, did he? No. Mm, I don't believe that's what no, actually happened. No,
1: no, no. So then um, they're like, oh, okay, great. We got to get home before our parents get suspicious yet again. And so they they call the end of the midnight society, and then um, and
0: everybody then, melts into the forest like it's a normal yeah, it's Tuesday like, night. Yeah. And,
1: um, like ninja, like ninja smoke you know, gone right. So like, then
0: I don't got to be home by six a.m. My parents don't care about me.
1: Yeah, <laughs> uh, most of them are like uh, you know Andy's mom. They don't even know what's key going kids, on. Yeah. yeah, right. So then so then everybody vanishes except for Eric, <laughs> and then Eric's like, oh, I got it. Like but, but like Frank had my flashlight. And then Frank scares Eric and he's like, paybacks are sweet. And then like chases him off. And that's the, end of the episode. I was
0: really hoping he would slip up and say the B word, because that's what I expect to hear every time someone says something
1: yeah, like right. That. <laughs> like paybacks
0: but, are a bitch. Yep.
1: And yeah. Yeah. They're like, you know, Hey Eric, deal with this. Right. So, um, so that's your episode. I, um, this is a fun one. Uh, and I'm glad that you recommended it because I know we watched a lot of them. And then sometimes they kind of blur together, right? Because yeah. yeah, it's kind of all the same, right? And,
0: but well, it's, it's kids writing kids stories. As, I mean, as a, as, a, as quote a, unquote a, to the episode, story lore, yeah. it is kids writing kids stories. So they're all going to kind of have similar themes.
1: Yeah. So I think, I mean, I so I'm glad you mentioned this one because it's not that i would forgotten about it, but it's like, yeah, like this one's like, you know, it kind of comes out like it's a little weird. And then it gets like, it gets really weird Then it gets dark. So, well, it was um, either
0: this one or the tale of Mr. or uh, the tale of old man Corcoran, which is the um, the kids playing ghosts in the graveyard? At oh night. yeah, with
1: the with the Which kids. I wouldn't yeah. mind
0: talking about that one. Okay, at some well, point. well,
1: I'm sure Terry will be game. We'll have fun. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe um, we'll maybe we'll bring in uh, his wife as well. We'll have a lot of fun talking that'd about that. That'd amazing. Be fun. So that'd be fun. Um, because I think tales from. So going to say tales from the dark side. Are you afraid of the dark? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Slightly different. Uh, tales from the dark side, Junior. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and you know, th- these are that's, very approachable. That's the Nick
0: at Night Jr. Yeah. version, <laughs> yeah. right? L- A little it's dark side, Nick at Night Jr. Yeah,
1: there you go. So, um, so yeah, before, um, so I want to talk about that ending more, but as is, um, do you have any other notes that you have? I know you wrote some notes no, down. I, think else you I want pretty to mention?
0: much covered everything I wanted to touch on. Um, I got to make my uh, Coda's Dad is Beetlejuice joke, so there you go, yeah, perfect. All right, so. Yep.
1: Um, so, okay. So uh, as is a uh, tradition on the show, we're going to rate the twist. So the twist rating is uh, one through five, one meaning saw it coming five meaning blows our minds. So I'm going to like, I, I, it's a tradition. So you and I had seen this episode previously, but we watched it originally the ending that the door would give Andy whatever he wanted. And he looked at the camera hearing his sister that I was not expecting because it is dark, you know, yeah. as, as what the kids say, dark AF. It is so <laughs> dark. I'm going to give that a five because there's some of these endings for, uh, that for, are you afraid of the dark that end on such a note of like, that's way worse than the st- like. Uh, there was the one about, what was it the bike that was in the river or whatever? We talked like the kid that was like on the, like the red bicycle or whatever. It's like the ending of that. You're like, Oh, no, one's going to be right again. <laughs> After the end of that episode. <laughs> this is one of those ones was like, Oh, Andy figured out the demon door and he, he got a bike. <laughs> he's going to feed his sister, and it's like, where and is he's it becoming in becoming the next weird uncle? Yeah, so it's like this is that's really it's almost like it's it, dark. It's it, really dark. It's like it's almost like um like it's where Little Shop of Horrors kind of that vibe of like I wasn't oh, going to make know.
0: that comparison, but I was going to start singing the Feed Me Seymour song. No, it's just
1: it's not that far <laughs> off, right? It's the same idea. Feed uh, Me Seymour. Well, and even like, uh, so that I'm going to give it a five, like because re- remembering when we watched it originally. That ending was like, wait, I have Yeah, questions. we kind
0: of both looked at each other and we were like, did that really just happen on a kid's show?
1: Yeah, so I don't know where <laughs> your rating is, one through five. I would
0: give it four campfires. Four campfires? Okay. Four campfires. Because I have seen more. scarier... And once more, yes. Um, because I have seen scarier adaptations of are you afraid
1: of the dark well, so no, it's that's, not that's fine but i'm saying this episode in terms of when we watched it that's what i'm trying i'm trying to hold it to its oh own. okay
0: yeah if we're talking about when we first watched it like comparing it just to itself then it yeah then it would get five campfires
1: okay five campfires yes but um,
0: if we're comparing yeah. it to the series as a whole i would give it four campfires well there
1: you go so four campfires <laughs> I, that's a new rating system um so the tale um, of orpheus curse look it up yeah, so though no, there's more there's more dark stuff in there, right? So yeah. <laughs> no, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad we got to watch this again. I I know I should on Are You afraid of the dark. It's not so much like it is what it is. It's it's perfectly approachable. And it's a wonderful gateway drug for kids to get because it's a safe way for mm-hmm. kids to get into horror. That's
0: exactly why I liked it. It's yeah. because I mean, yeah, I would get nightmare like not Nightmares is a bit of a strong term, but it would freak me out at bedtime at oh, night. And
1: I think that's I think it's it's a fun, it's a fun safe space for this type of thing. I just you know And me. I think
0: it's clever yeah. the way they wrote it. Is um, like it, clearly it's it's horror stories for kids. Yeah. But the way they frame it around the main storyline it being stories written by
1: kids just to so scare you each know, other.
0: Yeah. So you know it's a fabricated story. Like yeah, there's so there's there no there's any, no
1: real like there's death no realism. Yeah, I think that's yeah. probably
0: why they wrote it that way. That's fair. Is yeah. so kids don't associate it with you know, the real, I don't want to well, say no, real life. No, but, but it's like
1: you just you tell a story around a campfire and you're like, oh, I was scared. I'm going to go to bed. You know, whatever. Like, yeah. That's fair, and you but, know
0: somebody made it up. Yeah. So. Just,
1: uh, I just get frustrated because like, and this is something I think I've talked about on this show, on, on the other show I do on Bachelor Podcast. I think there's this weird uh, Rose Glasses mentality for nostalgia about like, oh, that was such a great show. I'm like, was it? You know, like there's, you know, we we have like, yeah, sorry, you're going to say something. Please. No, say. I was
0: going to say I'm a big victim of that. Well, but but
1: everybody is in some fashion or another. Right. So I just think that like watch it for what it is, appreciate it for what it is. Um, (laughs) there's plenty, like as much as I love the twilight zone and I'll be the first person to be like, I it's, it's been foundational to my life. There's a lot of garbage in the twilight zone. I'm not saying it's a perfect series. So with anything like there, there's no sacred, there's no sacred cow right? Like whatever you call it. Like there's no, like there's no, like everything, yeah. you know, like yeah. whatever, especially with the anthology, you're going to have highs and lows. This is a fun episode. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you mentioned it. Cause I like, I'd not forgotten about it, but I'm like, Oh yeah, let's get to this. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, that's going to do it for, for our talk about, are you afraid of the dark season one, episode 11, the tale of the dark music. Uh, if you guys would like to follow us on social media, uh, we are on strange highways at Facebook. At Facebook, strange highways on Facebook. Not at Facebook. <laughs> there's. I, I. There's. I'm currently posting images from uh, if she dies, the segment we just covered. Um, yeah, go go look at that and just. You, if you've not seen the segment, go look at the images. It's not a, not a great segment. <laughs> um, and also, if you want to email us directly, uh, it is strangehighwayspodcast.gmail.com. Uh, wherever you find your podcast, rate and review us would be greatly appreciated. We're also on Instagram as well. Um, but yeah, if you like the show and enjoy the show, um, please recommend people. The more the merrier. Um, we always enjoy the conversation. And especially things like this. If there's other detours you want us to take, other episodes of Are You Afraid of the Dark? This feels like an easy one to dip into just because it's so... Like it's it's so weirdly Canadian. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, and there's a lot of it, right? Like I, like I'm just. It's not that I don't know. There's I, a
0: lot of Canadianisms in this entire series <laughs> yeah, too. That's that was yeah. the
1: other part of the drinking game we were gonna do. Yeah. That, so there you go. So, uh, so yeah, that's gonna do it for our discussion there. Um, I, I do have to mention uh, what we're talking about next. And now, Mr. Serling. So we had, had teased this last episode, and then we had a delay. It's gonna be uh, the eighty-five series. Sorry, the eighty series of the Twilight Zone season one episode five segment B ye gods. It is also a comedy segment. Um, so I, a very spoiler. I've already seen it. Um, I'm sure, uh, we'll have thoughts to get into it. Um, is it better than um, you know? If she dies, I guess we'll find out. So that's going to do it for us this week. Everybody have a good week. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Mary, for coming on, coming on. Like we we live in the same house. It's like we're married. Guess we're I'll here. see you in a week. Guess I guess you'll see me right now when we're done. Now, so any not adv- if I have anything to say. Any, about any it. advice about people after like what she like? What's the lesson to take from? Uh,
0: or if you just want to write and say what a lovely speaking voice I have, that would be okay too. <laughs> look,
1: yeah, look at her shilling now. Great, um, right? So. Um, What's what's the lesson to take from um, the tale of the dark music? What's the lesson?
0: Um, don't go opening strange doors that shake when you turn on a radio.
1: That that's true, and also yeah. also uh, sisters are wieners.
0: Yeah, sisters are wieners. and I'll suck your blood or something like that. Get lost.